You're listening to the Black Eagles podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 122 of Besiktas International's The Black Eagles Podcast. I am your host, Sinan Schwarting, live from New York City. And with me again is none other than the Akman himself. How you doing, sir? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Good, man. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's a good, uh, we haven't been on in a little while, uh, I guess that's not even true, we literally just were here less than a week ago talking about all the good news, uh, but, but quite a bit has happened, as we sort of expected, uh, and among that, we have a really special episode for, for various other reasons as well, uh, but so before we jump in, Evron, how you doing, man, like, What's 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 happening? I mean nothing much, you know. Got my last semester of school coming up, and then uh, still playing soccer, you know, watching Bishkush. Well, not anymore, I guess, because we have a small break. Yeah, like a month actually. It's not even much. Yeah, um, it's about twenty days until the Champions League. So yeah, and I think training reopens like in like two, August 10th, two weeks. Like, uh, yeah, like nine days or ten days from now. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, <laughs> Well, Not even, just... yeah, like eight or nine days. Uh, but so it's um, it's gonna be a lot of action, you know. Usually we have this like long off season where we have to think up all these episodes, what we're gonna talk about. I don't think that's yeah. gonna be the case this year. It's gonna yeah, be. We, we did most of the off season during Corona, I guess. Yeah, uh, that's true. That's true. And we August actually twenty fifth or the twenty sixth will play uh, a one off qualifying round versus an unknown team. Well, there and there's some big news that we might as well lead in with, yeah. which is that uh, the CAS, the Cota Arbitracion de Sport, oh, yeah. has decided officially that Trabzonspor is donezo and Besiktas is in the Champions League. The Champions, the Champions. <laughs> My cat's singing too. Did you hear that? Thanks, pal. Yeah, I've been waking up to that as my alarm clock since like a month before the Bayern game. What? So it's been yeah, that was like I was getting hyped, and then that didn't go well. So it's been a long time I've been listening to that every morning. Nice. It's not the Champions League, so I'm ready for that. You know. Yeah. That now, realization. Now it has so much more meaning for you in the morning. Yeah. That's that's good. I'm I'm, I'm happy for you. Um, no, it really is. Uh, it's it's a it's a thrilling time, you know, because like it's such a compact uh, off season. Um, the window is going to be fairly compact. Uh, the good thing is that we've like already covered much of the hype and speculation over various guys that may or may not be coming in uh, into the squad in the in the off season, if we can call it that. The two weeks. Um, but so yeah, a lot of you guys, like our listeners, have basically been prepped as far as most of the concrete rumors, and like already the news is coming in fast and furious. And so we have a lot of it to talk about. 
Um, but so first, uh, as our listeners will be very well aware, we have an awesome little uh, fundraiser going. Uh, we have a friend of the podcast, friend of Bashkirtash International in Accra, Ghana. And we've been raising money for his uh, football academy, which he has named the Besiktas JK Berlin Academy of Accra. Um, uh, and he's named it after Besiktas's favorite club as well. And, and he explains the name. We talked about it in, in this interview. But so finally, after all the talk of it, we got Mohamed Aminu in for the interview talk to him about all of his uh, plans for the academy, like why, you know, how he fell for Besiktas and all of that stuff. Uh, but so, yeah, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk to him. And so he's he's going to be here on the podcast uh, as well. Uh, we've got uh, Kartal Ower, who many of you will remember, our friend from Glasgow with a thick accent. Um, he's going to stop in briefly to announce the winner. Uh, some of you will have already seen heard this or seen this clip it's available on our brand new instagram account on our igtv drop a follow yeah that's right hook it up um and then of course uh we're going to announce a the next raffle which is really exciting as well um for for our listeners remember five dollar bids uh, and you can do the the currency calculations yourself but a five dollar bid We'll get you a uh, a raffle ticket for a match worn kit, and already we've got a winner for the L91, which I said we're going to announce with Carto, uh, and and we'll have a brief chat with him about his feelings about the season and everything. Um, but then finally, yeah, Evron and I are going to announce the next raffle, uh, and uh, yeah, after of course you hear from Mohammed and understand what it is you're going to be giving money to, and how much it's going to help so many kids in Ghana and maybe even Besiktas someday if some of these kids become good footballers uh, but yeah stay tuned for that uh, but before I uh, I hand the mic over I guess really to myself because I'm the one who interviewed Mohammed uh, Evron let's get uh, a final thought on uh, I, I asked Kartal this and so I don't think we're gonna come back around to it later uh, but so for you what I, I I'd ask I asked I said to Cartel in the video that I would ask you, uh, who is your, like what, I should say, what position is the biggest need for you going into the summer? And try to be as succinct Striker. as you can. Striker. Bam, all right, so um, you're in agreement. Yeah. We're gonna qualify no, I'm not that. sure if you want me to elaborate on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, explain, I mean. I, yeah, um, well, I think with Burak gone, uh, right now it's like, the position's up in the air. Um, Laren and Guven are an umut, are, I guess our three first team strikers, and then we have Ousan Abgun. But for me, I think we'll talk about it later. But we've already kind of brought in recruits, and we haven't had any departures in those positions that I expected departures. So right now, strikers are uh, the number one need, especially Champions League. I don't think Uven is a Champions League striker. No way. Um, Kyle Laren, maybe, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. And uh, I think we got an interesting rumor to talk about. Yes, indeed. But uh, yeah. Um, Think, I think we need some movement in there. Yeah, for sure. We need a real killer up there. That's, that's what I'm saying. Well, so any, anyway, yeah, you actually end up, I, I, well, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but yeah, there's not going to be a huge debate, I don't think, as far as what the most important position is going forward. Uh, but so, yeah, without further ado, uh, I'm going to uh, queue up the interview uh, with Mohamed Aminu of Besiktas 
JK Berlin Academy of Acra. Um, and yeah, uh, buckle, fasten your seatbelts. <laughs> Thrilling interview. Uh, but no, it was a lot of fun talking to Mohammed, and uh, yeah, I think you guys will enjoy it. <laughs> so, hello, Mohammed. Yeah, hello. Mohammed Aminu. So, we're, today we have a very special guest for the podcast. Uh, with me is the man that our listeners will know by now. Uh, we've talked about Mohammed many times on our podcast. Yeah. Uh, and if you're on if you're on Besiktas Twitter, you've probably seen his account. Uh, it's making the rounds these days. Uh, it's a pleasure to welcome to the podcast Mohammed Aminu. How are you, sir? Fine, thank you, my my brother. Um, so. What's what's new? How are you these days? Are you excited about Besiktas? Have you been following the season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I followed the season till uh, the last game. Yeah. So, what do you think? How do you feel about our third place finish? Uh, um, I feel so excited. Like last night, we had a very, uh, we had a very, very, very nice chilling tonight because it was later in the night when the game was played here in Ghana. Ah, nice. Yeah, but but we we've already scheduled for uh, for a celebration, God willing, next week after the, the the Islamic festival. That's great. We will surely celebrate. We will surely celebrate our qualification to the Champions League. Yeah, well, let's hope. Yeah, we'll see. We have to get news from uh, the the CAS about Trabzonspor, but it looks like we'll go to the Champions League. Um, that correct. But yeah, no, that it should be great. Uh, and yeah, I hope you guys have a lovely celebration. Um, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about about your academy. Um, our, okay. Everybody will have heard about it by now uh, from our podcast, yeah. and of course, a lot of people on Twitter too. You know, it's it's you you guys have been sort of a viral, I guess you could say, on Besiktas Twitter. Um, yeah. So so I'm gonna ask you some questions today so that our listeners can get to know you better and hopefully maybe donate some funds to your academy, get some get some of those okay. kids some kits and whatnot. Um, so first of all, I guess tell us a little bit about yourself, Mohammed. Where do you live? Uh, did you create this academy? Yeah, I created this academy. Nice. And so yeah, tell us more about yourself. Tell us about Accra. Yeah. You know, did you grow up in Accra? First of all, yeah, I live in Accra, central central of uh, Accra, the capital city of Ghana. But I'm a native of uh, Savlugu from the northern region, northern region of Ghana, northern part of Ghana, yeah. Nice. Uh, I'm curious, do you have a favorite football player from Ghana, like in history? Or, yeah. Who is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have uh, play, a, a, a player like uh, Mohamed Pelé, uh-huh. and we have Abedi Pelé. Abedi Pelé. Uh, okay, nice. We have we have Razak. We have a lot of them. A lot of them. Uh, my, my my full name is Mohamed Aminu uh-huh. Lenient Dauda, yeah. but I'm popularly known as Pele. Ah, Pele. I, I, yeah, yeah. Myself, I was named after the player Abedi Pele, sure. former captain of the Black Stars, because of my uh, attacking ability. Aha, nice. Yeah. So yeah. do you play as a striker? That, yeah, I play as a striker, nice. supporting striker. Nice. Yeah, cool. Supporting striker, so more like a Guven Yalchin type, correct, correct, <laughs> uh, rather than Burak Yilmaz. Uh, so anyway, I'll, I'll keep asking you questions. Um, tell us about how you discovered Besiktas, or if you, you know, if you fell in love with the club. I've, you know, you've named your academy, so I guess you must love the club a bit. 
yeah yeah that's a long story but uh, let me summarize it by starting from uh, you know the whole thing started in 1999 when i uh, daniel amokachi yeah, of course yeah, yeah, that, that, that was where he started. That was the, when he was playing with Besiktas. Yeah. You know, Daniel, Daniel Amokachi has been a, a, a decent a mentor. You know, although I have, I have the likes of Abedi Pele during, during, during their time, but I also like Daniel Amokachi because of the way, the, the way he plays. The, the, the type of play is where the, the same game I, I always want to learn as, time, as, as I'm, I'm growing up. So I became interested in all, all, all his games. But sometimes it's hardly for us to get to watch the matches live because uh, the, those times uh, more, more, more technology wasn't, wasn't discovered. Yeah, for me, it was impossible, actually. I could never watch Bessie Yeah, <laughs> Correct, correct. So it got to a time where whenever there is a sport, there is something we call some sports program that we call sports highlights. Uh -huh. So sometimes when they are, are they are coming coming out with the uh, uh, this highlights is when we see such a performances from our players playing in abroad. Uh -huh. So when I saw Daniela Mokachi because I've been following his games, um, his, his, his uh, football program because he has been a mentor, and I want to I want, I always want to play the way he plays. Nice. So when I realized he was playing for Besiktas, I said, "Wow, Besiktas!" That's great. By then, I also by, by then I also established my team as a third division club. Uh -huh. It's a division three club. And you get me. So I was following, and then I was in love with the uh, the, the team Besiktas because Daniel Amokachi was there. That's great. Although I wasn't I wasn't too much in love with Besiktas JK till another role model of mine. In the person of Hernandez Guti. Aha, the classic. Yes, that was a very uh, joint, interesting joint. Period. Yeah, correct. Unless until the day I had Hernandez Guti joined the club, Besiktas from Real Madrid, and I said, "Wow!" Then I think if all my 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 my, my mentors and role models are, are all moving to this team, why don't I follow the team nice. fully? Yes, I like it. That's a great story. You understand me? So. That was how it started. But, uh, you know, it got to a time when uh, Guti, Guti joined the club from Real Madrid, where my personal life, my personal life, my, be my, 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 my best bet I like in my, in, my, in my life is Eagle already. Because in Ghana, Ghana, Ghana emblem, there is Eagle. Aha, understand course, yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. It's a, it's a good connection, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and also, I know Ghana are called the Black Stars, right? So it's like Correct. the Black Stars. Is the you Black love Star. Eagles, the Black Eagles, Correct. right? It's like a perfect connection. That's, I like it. That's right. correct. That's correct. That's cool. Yeah. That's okay, cool. Like so this, uh, this academy was uh, was established in t on 3rd November 2009, 2009, with the, with the name Lenient International Football Club. Uh-huh. All efforts to attract sponsorship failed when the team was lenient international football club because I tried to contact a lot of philanthropists and all business business personnel within our country for support, but they all don't believe in long-time investment because football happened to be a long-time investment. Sure, of course, yeah, yeah. So until I I had a good Turkish friend based in, in Berlin. 
Germany, my name is Mr. Ondel Metken, ah. who lives in uh, who, who, who lives in uh, Germany with my young, my elder brother. That explains why it's the Bechtesh JK Berlin Academy. So I was wondering. Correct. I see. Correct. I see. Correct. 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 Very correct. nice. All right. So the story is coming together. <laughs> correct. So when it, when they visited here, he is an agent. He's a football agent. Uh huh. And then my brother told him that uh, he has a brother who has who has who has a, a club in uh, Ghana. If you want good and uh, you you full talented players, why don't they go to Ghana so that they can go and monitor some of the players? So when he came over there to scout the youth talented, mm -hmm. he, 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 in in the hotel one one day he asked me, "Hi, Mohammed." I said, "Yes, Mr. Andel. What is what is it?" He said, "We have some discussion." So when I when I when he approached me and I said okay then I will get in touch with him when I come back from training. Frankly, I went and then approached him about our discussion that he said we, we he want to he want to have with me. Yeah. Then uh, he has he then asked me, which club I uh, do you do you do you love in Europe apart from your club? Initially, he asked me which club do you love, and I said my club of course. He said, no, your club is in, in, in Ghana. I know your club belongs to you. Fine. Which club do you want your players to play in Europe one day? Uh -huh. I, and I told him straight away that my best club in Europe is in Turkey. Uh -huh. Nice. You're saying the right I thing. I said <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't mention the club. I said Turkey because I was really afraid that maybe I don't know whether it, because I knew it's, uh, I knew he has a Turkish background. Uh -huh. But I don't, I don't know the club he supports in Turkey, so I don't want to. Uh, maybe he has an opportunity for yeah, me. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, if, if you say Bashir so and he's a Galatasaray. Uh, so I just, I just mentioned my my best European club is in Turkey. I said Turkey, and then he said, "Wow, Turkey! I should mention the club." And I said, "No, why do you want to know the club?" <laughs> so all of the sudden, all of the sudden, I boldly told him, "My best club is Besiktas." Besiktas, and he said yes. And I said, why Besiktas? And I said, Besiktas because, one, I love the colors, black and white, natural colors, and then the same as I'm explaining to you. Yeah, I'm Okachi. My best, my best bet also happened to be uh, an eagle. <coughs> and because of Daniel, I'm Okachi and Enadi and I said, wow, 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 fantastic players. Nice. So that was where he it, 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 it said, oh, my, 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 myself, I'm a Turkish uh, Besiktas fan. Ah. Even my father, my father, my father also contributes to. Uh, it's a, a donor to Besiktas. So if you were, if you say your best team is Besiktas, why don't you use Besiktas to your club? Uh -huh. And I said, wow, that is another process, but it shall be well. The 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 the, the main target is to succeed, and then make sure we we make the vulnerable players here in Ghana. Uh, this in uh, 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 this in professional players, and he said it will help me. So that was when he said, "Okay, if I can, if it is possible for me to change the name from Lenient International Football Club to Besiktas," and I said, "I can do it. I can do it. It it is costly, although, but that that isn't a problem. The fact that I'm in, I'm I'm soliciting for support or sponsorship, I will do it. And then he should also from his side do the best he could." to then to secure sponsorship for us so that we can make it some of the players. Ah, that's great. You understand yeah. me? Yeah, so I explained to him just like I did to you. And that was early 2017.
Okay, so two years now. That was three years. Oh, right, yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know why. It's... It was around April. Yeah, right. So Mr. Honda Mr. told me to try and change the name of my club from Lineage International Football Club to Besiktas JT. And he will make efforts to get in touch with the board of Besiktas to give us a maximum support. Frankly, I changed the name of the club to Besiktas JT. And because that because of him, that is why you see the Berlin, because he based in Berlin. Uh... That's great. That's a that great story. That is outcome. <laughs> you see, because I want to feel, I want him to feel like he brought something good to me, and then I also accepted in good uh, faith. That's, no, that's, that's really fantastic. And yeah. I mean, of course, I think yeah. it could be savvy. You know, Besiktas is a uh, yeah. it's a club that's like maybe small compared to like Barcelona or Real Madrid or Manchester United, right? But it's got a very large very passionate fan base um, and also a right. very I think historically uh, a very yeah. good yeah. decent fan base people who want to help and kind of uh, think about the world in a different way and, and, and be sort of positive yeah. so I do think it's a good fit uh, and, and frankly another thing that's very important too is that we need young players you know having uh, academies around the world can help the club uh, very much. So it, it's it's a great project, obviously for you. I love the the concept, but obviously also it could be very great for Besiktas. So uh, I, I I'm happy to help you as much as we can here uh, to connect you to the club. Yeah. We'll keep trying for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I, I want to I want to complete this, and you know, uh, it it's it kind of surprise. You know, so it's uh, it's simple because Mr. Ondel based in Berlin, like I said. You know, that was where I decided to make a contact for the Besiktas mm -hmm. dominant black JC. You understand me? And then I was, I was, uh, the JC was, was, was sold to me by Mr. Semik once, Mr. Semik in uh, Istanbul. And they shipped it through Aramex and then it, uh, it arrived in Accra for delivery. So when I delivered it, I started using the JCs. Many of my environs, many of my friends will come to me and say, ah, why are you using Besiktas? What are you making from Besiktas? Are they sponsoring you? I said, no. Football is a calling. Yeah. Football is a calling. The right time for you reaches and nothing will stop you from making your, making your contact. But I'm currently making a serious effort to get in touch with Besiktas this in authority. So if you see me using Besiktas, they say, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be uh, this thing, uh, worried. That's what I keep, I keep, I keep telling my colleagues. So we started using that, JC that as you see, we started using it to, since 2017 till date. And the juvenile has no Besiktas official JC because it isn't, uh, it isn't common mm -hmm. here in Ghana. You understand? It yeah. isn't common here in Ghana. So I think in a, in, a, in a nutshell, that is what I can tell you about the establishment of the team. And then, God willing, this 3rd November, as I celebrate my birthday alongside the 11th year of the academy since uh, it established. This is 3rd November 2017. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Yeah. No, and I um, I think it's it's also, for Besiktas fans, it's... It's really a good, I, I think it makes us feel good that you're basically like spreading the knowledge of Besiktas. You know, you're, you're, 
You know, you're you're putting these kids in right. pits, but of course they're wearing them around in Accra. They're they're making people in Ghana learn about the club right. and know about it. You know, and just to kind no. of uh, identify. Oh yeah, Benjamin, I I know about them. I've seen people wearing that shirt before. I've heard of that club. Right. You know, so no, that's uh, uh, there's so many. I think like nice stories in here for Benjamin fans to to get excited about. Yeah. And then I can assure you, I can assure you, and eh, it will even Besiktas will even go beyond Ghana in Africa, because we have neighboring countries. People come from our from our neighboring countries down to Ghana here and then Accra. Definitely, we we will, we will go for players from other countries because there are talented players in Cameroon, in Nigeria, sure. in Niger, wherever. We will go and scout good quality players, and we make sure we put Besiktas. Uh, this in flags and nice. uh, paraphernalia over there, so it will go beyond Ghana. That's why, 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 why we are we are we are we are praying that the authority will give us a positive response so that we see how best we can we can we can move the this in the name of the club. These are the kinds of moves that Besiktas needs to make right now. You know, they're having some trouble financially, but like, you know, in the same way that with the way they're looking for players who have. Maybe a low profile, like, uh, yeah. but high potential reward, right? Like they could develop. It's the same concept with academies, yeah. I think. You know, it's it's really from the perspective of, of a football club, it's a pretty small investment with a Correct. huge payout because, and again, yeah. it is long term, but I think for a football club, you have to make moves like that. You yeah. know, you need to have those connections. So I really, I really hope Correct. we succeed in connecting you. Mohammed, uh, now you've already answered a lot of my questions. Um, let right. me, let me, uh, let's let's find a yeah. good one for you. So you already mentioned your favorite players, uh, Amokachi, Guti. So okay. you have some success already, right? You've developed some players and you've sent them to clubs in Europe. T tell us a little bit about that. And you, uh, you, one of your players was okay. was kind of stolen by another academy. Is that right? Like correct, correct, <laughs> correct. You know, eh, uh, first of all, I'll go, I'll go, I'll talk about one of my, my goalkeeper, very good, talented goalkeeper by the name, by name Nasir Abdul, Abdul Karim. Mm -hmm. You know, at the age of 16, at the age of 16 years, that was, uh, three years ago, that we were playing a game with, uh, with Accra Asofuk Academy mm -hmm. at our home ground. And then a white man visited the match. We don't, we don't know about the white man. He was also coming from a different place. I think he came purposely to scout players. Aha. He was standing at the, at the corner. So when he saw the performance of the boy, he then approached me. That, oh, my brother, I like this yoga keeper. I want to help him. How old is he? And I mentioned the name, the age of the, the, the boy. Yeah. And then he asked me, oh, so how can we help him? I said, but I don't have problem you helping the players because that's my mission. Sure. But I think the age is under 18. How can you go about it? How will you go about yeah. it? Not knowing, he has a, a group of uh, coaches that he worked with, financial group. I think it's a Ghana group or what is it? I'll get the, the name of the uh, Doga, Doga, Doga Finance, Finance, what uh, is in, I don't know whether it's in Istanbul uh -huh. or what. So they have a team that maybe if they get good, talented players, Regardless the age, if the player is under 18, then they would move, they would work for the, uh, the for visa, Turkish visa for the player. They send him to Turkey to go and learn Turkey for two years till he, 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 he gain 18 sure. years. 
So when the boy, the player gets 18 years, now they they, they cannot transfer him to uh, a different right. club. Frankly, my aim since I um, the name changed from Linear to Besiktas is to make sure I produce good quality players for Besiktas as my as my yeah. mother club. Yeah, but because I made all effort, all necessary efforts to, to contact Besiktas, then I couldn't reach anyone. I, I once I once passed through uh, Vodafone Vodafone Park. I paid a visit over there, but then I don't know anyone over there, and no no one knows about Besiktas too. So I don't know how to approach uh. anyone. I even start I even sat there on the on the bench to take a photo before coming nice. back to Ghana. <laughs> Yeah, so when this white man came and approached me, he said, oh, we're a player, I need the goalkeeper, but I want to give you 4,000 Ghana CD. I said, wow, 4,000 Ghana CD. But you know football too, whenever, whenever you are running a football academy, you use money. Financial-wise, we were down. So if we were down and then someone approaches about interested in our player and is offering us 4,000, then we have to go for it, and then the, the player can also go and pursue his future yeah. career. So we accepted and then the player left. As I'm speaking with you now, the boy has turned 18 and then Galatasaray are in, in, in serious contest to register uh -huh. the boy from the from the from the white oh, man. No. <laughs> it was it was only because of it was only because of this COVID-19. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh -huh, because of the COVID-19 outbreak, they should have they should have signed the boy by now. I think I sent the photo, photos of the boy to you the other day, or if not, I will even send so that you see the way the the he was training with the white men over yeah, there. Yeah, I forgot the name of the club, you but see? they were a three league club. Uh... Yeah, yeah, Modafin, 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 Modafin. Yeah, they sent him. They sent him to Modafin. That is where he school and play at the same time till he 10, 18 years. Now that they want to send him to uh, any any club, I heard. But success, we're also interested. But till now, I've not heard It'll anything. It'll be interesting. Yeah. I, I, yeah. We should we'll monitor it. But yeah. uh, no, and there was another player yeah. who actually plays. Uh, was it for Ajax? Yeah, that that was that was that was Kudus Mohamed. Kudus Mohamed was our player from uh, a juvenile yeah. juvenile level under under 15 under 17. And then he went somewhere else before going to. Netherlands. The, the, the same problem, the same issue also uh, happened when uh, there is uh, another academy who are very rich. You know, the Nordland people, the Nordland the yeah. team, they have an academy here by name Right to Dream. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes when those, those uh, academies come like that and then they are interested in your player, if you refuse to give them those players, they will, they will, they will report yeah they'll get into the yeah they'll get into the player's head and they'll, they'll yeah. never yeah All right. i understand yeah. for sure yeah no and that's why I, I don't think we can't we can't judge you for for not getting your guys the best you've done yeah. yet because this for right now, it's Besiktas's fault. <laughs> like we've got to, we've got to get Besiktas to pay attention to you. Uh, but so hopefully yeah. we can. Yeah. So, so there is there is a strategy that that I even want after the uh, confirmation from the authorities. There is a strategy that I also learned from some of the foreign clubs and then the local academies, because I know they can send some of our players to join the academy to school and do everything. 
But even if the player is not to play for Besiktas, Besiktas can sign the player and then give the player on loan. Like uh, Chelsea, Chelsea yeah. did to Baba Rahman. Like Chelsea did to uh, 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 Christian Achu. Yes, so like something like that. I, I I want I want to put it put it before you so that you can also look at the, this in the conscience that I'm bringing on the, uh, on table. You see, so there are a lot of them. And then as I'm speaking with you, the same COVID nineteen. You I I, I sent to uh, to the platform the other day that we have a striker, our top striker Umar Abdul Karim. Is in France. He went for a trial. He went to us, uh, help some club because the club were going to allegations. So they, they sent invitation and I took the visa for him. Is there? He went there and then the uh, COVID nineteen oh, outbreak also arose. Yeah. So he couldn't train with them. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah. So he couldn't train with them for 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 long because they are indoor. I don't know if recently they start they start training because it's been a while I communicated yeah, with them. I think maybe they like I see some clubs that are playing in uh, like European competitions have started doing friendly matches but yeah. I don't know like yeah All they right. canceled the league in France for the season so like that's complicated. Yeah, yeah that's that's yeah. that's too bad for you. Mm, yeah. So that's that's the only only players I can mention in in a nutshell but Many many scouts came 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 to Ghana here, which they organized tournament. Our academy participated. They showed interest in the players. When they go and then you you start contacting them again, then it becomes a a, a, a problem. No, I mean that's a pretty good track record. Yeah, I mean you got a guy to Ajax. I mean maybe he got stolen first, and then you're getting another guy into the Super League. I mean that's a good track record. That we are still alive, and then things are moving. Yeah. Uh, just keep working, yeah, yeah. and like like I said, we, yeah. we gotta and help you build your profile. Yeah. I, I, like no matter what, Besiktas right. fans have to support a club named Besiktas. So at the very least, right. we have to have a new favorite Besiktas. club in Ghana, right? That's Thank you. Sure. But no, but we've got to get you a connection. That just seems too, too easy, honestly. Um, yeah. Let's see what else do we have. Uh, one more question. Yeah. What are you, uh, we did. We covered that actually. So yeah, last question, and this is actually perhaps the yeah. most important question. Yeah. What? So I, we're raising funds. Yeah. I wrote uh, a kind of list of those things that we need, but just it's probably worth hearing from you directly, right? Like, what? What can that money get you guys? Like, how, how can we help you with this money? And so what what are they going to be helping you with as they give you these funds? Yeah, thank you so much. As I mentioned earlier on, we really need Besiktas JK official uniforms for both senior and junior teams. One, to attract and win the hearts of the good quality players who are not already our players. Because each and every player, good player, wants to play a good team. The same way each and every team also wants to work with a good player. Yeah. You understand me? So, so if we have our Besiktas uniform looking, looking very attractive on the field, each and every player will be willing to join. Even this afternoon when I went to training, I learned some of the some of the community players visited our website and they realized how official our website is. I went there and then they approached me that they want to join the academy. Very good quality nice. players. So I think that is how we we, 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 we we move and then surely we can get there. Yeah. 
I can assure you, I can assure you that, 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 uh, that as we are waiting for the decision, we just keep finger crossed, we're expecting the feedback from the uh, authority, yeah. which, I, uh, which we pray that it should be a positive one. From Besiktas, of course, yeah. Yeah, 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 from Besiktas. Yeah, we can, we can, we, yeah, we can secure, you know, with the Division 2, we have two steps to, to, party, to play in the, in the Premier yeah. League, which is possible. Mm -hmm. You know, with 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 the with the support from our 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 mother club in Turkey, we can secure promotion from Division Two to Division nice. One. So, is that division is that the top division in Ghana, or is there like a Premier division? Yeah, we have okay. a Premier after okay. Division One. After Division One, you then prom get promotion to Ghana that's, Premier that's League. Great, but still, that's that's huge progress. That is so that is fantastic. Correct, correct. That is the National League. And I want Besiktas to participate in the National League, which is possible. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, that's, that's great. The, the more, the better. Yeah. No, I, I love the, uh, the success domestically and creating this academy, right? It's all positive news. I like, I like the project and it's all bringing right. a name and, and recognition and uh, reputation to Besiktas. So it's, uh, we have to support it. All right. Listeners. Listen here, you Thanks. must support this man. We're doing our best. Uh, yeah, no, I really hope that we can get you some money short term and some recognition long term and get you connected to the club. There is some good news. Um, I forget the guy's yeah. full name. Next question, Selehan. Selehan. Selehan, yeah. Selehan. Uh, so, yeah, there is somebody with the club you've managed yeah. to get a hold of, like through uh, us communicating with various people in the background yeah. and um yeah. and so we've got you a sort of hopefully uh, at least a communication with the club and they're gonna sort of get back to you in august they said so we're all praying you know we're all praying crossing our fingers everything we can that that works yeah. out but no matter what we're gonna keep trying to yeah. raise funds for you so that you can get those kits Correct. now you know as soon as possible Correct. uh and, and and as much as we can get you know if, if we raise even more funds we can get you uh, yeah, some equipment yeah, for, yeah, for yeah. recording footage, for scouting, and all of that. So yeah. the, the more the merrier. Please help listeners. Uh, you're, this is evidence now that we're doing good work helping. Um, you know, we're helping you help kids in, in, in Accra, right? Like find a, a professional career for themselves. So, Correct. Um, you know, people like to talk about hashtag Black Lives Matter, right? Let's let's show people who matters, yeah. right? This is a great yeah. opportunity. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm coming. Uh, a moment. I, uh, the last time, about a week ago, I was there when a message came once again from Mr. Nesmetin. He was telling me, Mohamed, we are currently on break on all academy activities due to the COVID-19, and we will resume on the 10th of August. So they said, which inshallah, on the, by, from 10th of August, I will hear from them. Wow. So that was the, the recent message I, I had from Mr. Nesmetin. It sounds positive. Yeah. Because it's, uh, it's it almost positive, affirmative, yeah. like something's going right. to happen on August 10th. Oh, that yeah. would be fantastic. Uh, yeah. We're really, you know, we're really hoping things work out for you, Mohammed. Thank you so much for coming right. on the podcast and giving us your Thank time. Thank you, too. Uh, it was Thank really too, a, a pleasure to have you on. You're definitely a, a, right. a friend of, of the podcast. Mark, a friend of Mark, 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 you know. You know, uh, we, as we as we as we we we, pl we, we place this intent on the league table, as part of our uh, our excitement here in Ghana, 
I also I also said on the day of the interview, I have to sing the song that I know for the sisters. So maybe I, if if you are ready, I I, I start it. I think so. I think I'm ready so, for it. Let's hear it, Mohammed. So that's the song. Go to my my so as time goes when we learn we learn more of the song i love it man. you know you're beating me right now honestly my turkish is terrible yeah. but i i love it i feel like the, i think our fans will love that uh thank you so much <laughs> Mohammed. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome. Right. And so, um, uh, it, it, it's also good having you. Yeah, yeah. And someday I'll, I'll come right. to Accra for sure. You gotta host me. No problem, no problem, <laughs> no problem. Oh man, uh, thanks for doing this, man. That was, that was awesome. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Mohammed, for uh, taking the time to do that interview. And it was really fun talking with you. Uh, I'm sure we'll hear from you again someday. Uh, but yeah, so for our listeners, now you know who this guy is, what we're asking for that money for. Um, it really, it's it's a great thing to do. You know, you can feel good about yourself helping kids in Africa and all that. But even beyond that, you know, it, it's it's interesting to discover that Mohammed has a Division Two side in Ghana. Uh, they've been promoted from Division Three in uh, since they joined there. Um, and so that there's something really legitimate there that uh, could really theoretically feed into Besiktas someday. Uh, obviously, Africa at large is a, as a continent needs to be sort of tapped into for scouting. Uh, but Ghana even in particular, I think, is something of a powerhouse in Africa. Uh, any thoughts, everyone, on that? Yeah, there's definitely... Um, I think that's something I mentioned, maybe not on air, but I mentioned too that I think Besiktas... Uh, underutilizes the potential of getting players, you know. They, if I've seen Red Bull Leipzig and Red, like Red Bull Group in general has agreements in uh, Mali um, and Mid- North Zealand and Denmark has an agreement with the uh, Club of Dreams, I think, in Ghana, and they're profiting immensely from that. You know, bringing 18-year-olds straight out. Uh, Bishash doesn't really do that. You know, we tend to buy players when they're 24, 25, 30. So I think a type of uh, Scouting like that, an agreement with a youth club, could potentially be very profitable. I know Ajax also does. I was going to say uh, he mentioned it, and I think it was so, that that uh, yeah. what is it, Dreams? Yeah, the cat. Yeah, I'm not sure the exact name, but there's definitely a lot of talent in that academy in Norgeland. I think they just sold a player to Ajax for like 15 million. They sold other players, so that type of money coming into Bishkek, especially was we're, we're broke boys. Yeah. Well, he had said that they, they had a good keeper that. I think it's right to dream, I believe. Right, right something dream. like that. Yeah, but he said that that and that name sort of rung a bell with me because he said they uh, took basically they poached one of his players um, as a 16 yeah, year old. Like a... He's the guy that just Ajax bought for like some fairly large sum. Mm-hmm. So uh, that is, uh, I would imagine, a problem, you know, for for size like that a club that size. But obviously, if if Benchikash got involved. 
uh, there would be a buffer there. Yeah, clearly, they, I'm not. I'm, I can't speak for that specific academy, but I've seen. Believe it or not, I have seen games in the lower league of Ghana, the third and fourth divisions. I knew someone there, and the, the talent level is very high. There you go. Um, so if even if it's second division, whatever it is, I can assure you that the competition will be very high. Um, and I think it's something potentially, if done properly, could actually be extremely profitable. Yeah. No, um, so. so yeah, guys, donate. Obviously, we're trying to get these guys kits. We're trying to get them looking good, and and uh, obviously, like the the side quest in all of this is that we're getting a bunch of people to wear Besiktas kits around. So, you know, we're spreading the reputation of the club a little bit in the process. But, um, you know, obviously, like, the, the better these kids and more organized these kids look out there, uh, the, the better it, it makes everyone look, I think. And, and obviously, uh, if something formal happens, he mentions this, but he's <clears throat> he's made some formal ties now to the to the club. So, Something could really be happening here, and we're obviously hoping hoping for it. Um, and it could be a serious boon to the club. Obviously, you'd like to see Besiktas doing this type of thing all over, uh, even the world, theoretically, right? In Asia and, um, I don't know, maybe Australia and New Zealand aren't <laughs> prime for yeah, that. Yeah, I think but... in general, there's just like the under um, underscattered areas. Like, So I don't think maybe like Germany would be right, just not that it's... Yeah, exactly. there, but all the players are being snapped up in less developed football nations, like even like the US, for example. Yeah, something well, like that could work just because there's a lot of talent that doesn't really make it through. To you the could top. say like the Americas at large, right? And like you could, yeah. uh, it would be novel to sort of focus on North America more, like not just the US and Mexico, but like Costa Rica, you know, Honduras, those types of places. Like, yeah, one could really. Um, have fun kind of imagining this type, you know, Southeast Asia, like hey, there's so many potential areas where you could mine uh, real sort of diamonds in the rough, but it requires some sort of effort, you know? And so anyway, it, it's fun to imagine that we're maybe helping the club find something like this uh, if they're not going to do it on their own. And I, I obviously don't know if they're going to actually come through on this thing, but it would be awesome, obviously. And I, and I really do think it would be valuable even as just like a first-time project, just a game that experiences a club. Um, any final thoughts on, on Mohamed Aminu, Evron? Um, I mean, I just hope even if this specific um, avenue isn't 100% successful, the club looks into agreements like this. Um, hopefully, obviously, this one in specific works out. Yeah, you know. Bishkash and Ghana would be cool, but just in general, I think the club needs to, you know, do some things the other, especially in Turkey, the other clubs aren't willing to do. Um, the playbook has been written by other teams in other countries. Mm -hmm. um, you have seen what's successful with Ajax, with North Zealand, you know, smaller teams able or the Red Bull group able to uh, find talent seemingly out of nowhere and profit. So I think we got to take their, their playbook and really wrong with it you know and i think it's uh there's a kind of like dirty shame in the fact that like the french league is such a sort of pool for for african talent just given how historically sort of evil they were towards africa as a continent uh through colonialism and slavery and the slave trade and all that so like yeah i don't know why i i, I truly doubt that there's any sort of loyalty 
among the African footballers or, or club and coaches that are sending their players to France is obviously just, obviously just an effort being made on the part of French clubs. There's, there's some sort of historical, uh, you know. Oh yeah, a lot of the players are also French-born, and uh, if they're not French-born, they speak French as their native language and their country yeah, to exactly. colonialism. So that's that type of transition it makes it easier. Obviously, there's no one speaking Turkish. But you know, I mean, I think increasingly. Uh, the opportunity to enter, you know, rather than a Division Two or Three French side, you could probably come play, you know, in the Super League <laughs> uh, now, yeah, nowadays, anyway. Um, so I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I would imagine as the the game kind of globalizes in that sense, you, it's less of an impediment now because I'm like. Half of the teams have three or four guys speaking French, probably. You know, it's definitely possible, but the, the club has to make an effort. Exactly. You know, so. Yeah, but so, it would be great. Anyway, uh, we're going to have more information uh, as far as, like, how to donate. The link is in the, the description of our podcast uh, and all over our Twitter account. We'll put some more up going forward now that we have this interview out so we can sort of direct people to the interview so you have something you can actually listen to so you can believe that this isn't some sort of scam or something um but yeah uh next up so like the obvious news regarding this is that we had the big raffle for the mohammed el neni match worn kit the, the the lilac one and it was a pretty decent success we had a lot of bids in and we announced our winner uh and so with me to announce it was kartal Ower who again is from Glasgow. Uh, it, was an, uh, it was a fun chat I had with Cartel and we announced the winner. Uh, and so yeah, I'll put it out on, on here so you guys can listen to that. If you've already heard it on Instagram, feel free to fast forward a few minutes. <laughs> um, but yeah, we talk a little bit, not just about the, uh, the winner of the, the raffle, but also, you know, just thoughts on the season and the upcoming transfer window and all that. But so without further ado, Cartel Owers. So, uh, Black Eagles podcast listeners, uh, Besiktas international followers, we have a, a very exciting event here, an announcement of sorts. We're going to um, announce the winner of, of the much-anticipated, very exciting uh, raffle uh, for the Mohamed Al-Neni match-worn kit. Uh, and with me today to present it is a uh, friend of the podcast and a uh, friend of Vegetash International, of course, Kartal Ower. Uh, Kartal, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Just excited to give this away to the lucky winner. It's a beautiful shot we have here. Indeed. Look at that. Look at that thing. But so, yeah, today, some lucky winner here is going gonna, is gonna to take this thing home. Um, but before we do all that, let's let's talk a little Besiktas, just just for for some giggles, I guess. Uh, uh, how you feeling, Cardinal? How do you feel about the the third place, the the triumphant return, uh, like from from the, the the virus break and everything? I, I, do you feel like we actually kind of pulled things together and had a decent season after all? I think when you consider where we were, I think uh, third place is a huge achievement. Uh, it feels like winning the league in a sense, we were so bad in the first half of the season. It seemed like an absolutely hopeless season under Abdul Archie, but Sergei came in and 
he steadied the ship. Maybe had a couple of games where his uh, selection wasn't too great, but definitely guys playing better football and for the most part guys better results and we got a nice end in a third place in a Champions League spot. So from where we were, I don't think we could ask for much better results either. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, uh, it seemed, I, I don't know if you heard the last episode, but I predicted, I didn't predict rather, I said it would be like a dream for us to get third place uh, when, right, right before the restart. And I think everyone even laughed at the idea <laughs> at the time. So that's all on record. Um, but so yeah, it happened. So we actually, uh, you know, kind of dreams came true. Obviously, obviously not uh, the big dream or, or um, I mean, I guess the good news is Champions League may come with it, even though it's just third place. Uh, unfortunately, I, I hate to say thanks to Trabzon, but um, you know, thanks to their <laughs> problems financially, honestly, right? Yeah, man, you, you didn't play. You didn't play by the rules. You've seen that man. You have been doing some dodgy stuff financially. Like, we had with Bashir Jikolo. Apparently, they signed him on minimum wage, which that's not unbelievable for a football player. We signed a contract with minimum wage, and also they had that 50 million euro handout from the, the actually the Minister of the Economy. It was a big time trap sometimes, but that, that's the kind of stuff you see in Tokyo all the time, anyway. Yeah, no, I, I fully agree. I think it's we, we get numb to looking past all these financial transgressions, right? Because there seem to be so many every year, but but really, like, yeah, the, the rules are the rules, right? And so um, we just got to make sure we don't break the rules going forward and we get to keep playing in Europe, I think. But, um, but anyway, let's get to business. Um, so over here, first of all, the hat that I'll be drawing from is a uh, Besiktas, you know, just to make, just, just so everyone is comfortable with where it's coming from. Um, I've got a ton of uh, these little pieces of paper. I've got uh, every $5 bid is over here. I, I almost dropped one. We're good. Everyone's accounted for. On each one of these, we have a name. Anyway, each one of these has a, a $5 bid. I'm gonna put them all in the hat. Each, each bit here. We got a lot. This is a, a healthy collection of $5 bids. So thank you all to the listeners who contributed and, and even I suppose those who maybe who don't listen and contributed. Um, but yeah, let's let's see who wins this thing. I'm not looking, right? It's on camera. I'm not looking at the thing. I'm looking here at you guys. We got someone. And this is actually... So, again, right? Pulled it out blind. And it's Buddha Guler. Buddha. So congratulations to Buddha. Uh, you are going to receive the Mohammed Alneni kit. Um, so we'll reach out to you. There it is. You can see Kartal carrying it. Congratulations, sir. Um, Cartel, you have any words for our winner? How's the kit feel in your hands? Uh, if he was just like the ones we've got, on, we, we've got on Cena, to be honest, it's the exact same material, the, the, the ones we sell are, but uh, it's, it's really nice to have having these Europoid patches, I think, it's a nice wee touch there. And obviously Mohamed El Nene is actually looking like he's going to be staying with us next season. I've read yeah, I saw those rumours, yeah. yeah. It's a nice bit, man. Sure. Yeah. Well, so, Mr. Guler, stay tuned. We're going to reach out and get your your uh, uh, address and stuff to send it to you. 
Um, Kartal, thanks very much for for being my like uh, modeler there. That was good work on your part. The pleasure, man. Always a pleasure. Uh, we'll have to have you on the podcast again soon, for sure. I'm looking forward to that day, Lama. Um, any parting words for our fans, for, for the Besiktas fandom at large? Uh, like, final thoughts on uh, before we go into the summer and start getting transfers in and all that? I'm just uh, I'm just hoping that we have a nice, a nice summer, man. We felt the, felt the spots where we need some signings. It's going to be a very different squad next season, so I'm very excited to see that. Hopefully it turns out well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, in your opinion, last question, uh, what's our biggest need, do you think? Biggest need? That's a hard one. Uh, yeah, so we have a lot of needs, right? Easy, man. I've thought about it. Burak's away, so we need a striker. Given the Arsenal room with Dyer here, I don't think they're enough, so we, we definitely need a striker that's at least going to contribute to our goals this season. That's what I need just now. Fully, fully agreed, yeah. Clearly, I think a striker is going to be the biggest need. Um, yeah, uh, Guven Yeltsin and Umut Nair, I, I, I don't think they're going to they're gonna solve our problems for an entire season. You know, we, we've, we've gotten a bang out of our buck for, for Umut Nair thus far, I think. You know, he's contributed in a few games, but I, I don't see that as a long-term solution, right? I definitely, he's a great third choice. He can come on off the bench and score your goal. I think, as you're saying, value for money. Uh, thinking about it, uh, actually, I actually remember reading something that see the the money he earned the club by scoring that go, that goal against Galatasaray is more money than we paid him so far in the three years he's been been on our books. There you go. Perfect example. Yeah, exactly. Um. Well, so yeah, I'm in agreement with you. We'll see how everyone feels about it in the next episode. Uh, but thanks again, Carta. It was great chatting with you. And uh, congratulations, Mr. Guler, for your big win today. Um, peace out, everyone. <laughs>
decent players like at Contera and stuff. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't no more Cesar Osturk and Michael Enorama. Remember, and like, wasn't like that, that like where Kedim Fry, like those? Yeah. They, they kept coming. Like, whoa, another guy, another guy. Whoa, you know. Of course, now we're paying for that <laughs> long term. It's not so fun in retrospect, but. <laughs> Yeah, so it was that was like kind of under the radar free agent. I think he was already you know already thirty, so people weren't too excited, um, you know. And then all of a sudden, it turns out he wasn't a right back. You know, imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> Played him in his correct position, and it turns out he was the best in the league, if or if not one of the best in the league at that time. Um, yeah. And speaking of best in the league, he was named to the uh, to many people's. Uh, sort of top 11 for the Super League this year's squad. So uh, he had a, another remarkable year. Yeah, his most goal contributions ever the age of 37. Uh, but so yeah, this kid is not as uh, contemporary as the El Neni one was. Uh, it's not from this season. It's from the 2018-19 season. Uh, one of my favorite kits, actually. It's got the black and gray stripes, uh, the sort of thick stripes. Um, this match was worn uh, right around when Burak first arrived. Wait, Burak? Yeah, that half season. Yeah? When Burak came. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> His first six months, that's when it was. Um, but so, yeah, we, there, we have info on the shirt and everything, obviously. But so, uh, anyway, great kit. Uh, obviously, like I said, you're supporting a great cause, as you've already heard from previously in the episode. And yeah, you can win a great uh, sort of memento uh, for a player that means a lot to all of us, I believe. Um, but so yeah, as always, hit up the link that we're going to put at the, in the description of this episode or, or check out our Twitter for more info. Um, I don't think that... I, I, I hate Instagram. You can't put links to things, you know? It's so inconvenient. And that's yeah, a, you can put it in your bio. I know, but then we don't have our podcast in the bio. Anyway, um, <laughs> whatever. Uh, maybe we should at least temporarily cede that to the yeah. to the cause. But yeah, um, please do donate. Again, great cause, and you could win something. Uh, yeah. Before we log out, though, let's let's have a little bit of fun with the actual type of stuff you, our listeners tend to come here for. Uh, and of course. This time around, there's quite a bit to talk about as far as transfers, not just rumors, but real official stuff. Um, Evron, I hand it to you. Uh, what, like I've been interviewing all these guys, I've heard my voice a lot. So you, you tell us what's going on in the news cycle. Yeah, so there's nothing like, there's no been, not been any like stock announcements uh, to the market, but there's uh, the only like official, official, official thing with Burak is gone they like unveiled them today but there's a lot of uh news that is extremely reliable um that we can report that's very close to being done uh fabric in sakala who i think we've mentioned many times is a done deal um yeah. two-year deal plus one um they were saying 800,000 salary but looks like or saying 850,000 salary which is quite high i would say but also, like, um, not bad, then, like, considering how much we've overpaid yeah, for... Supposing if he's a starter. Yeah, especially if he's a starter. Over Redvon. And then another almost done deal that I am not quite happy about, uh, Wellington from Alanya. Um, although I think he's pretty good, 31-year-old Brazilian. Um, 
unfortunately he saw the contract so we had to play a transfer fee so instead of a transfer fee uh we gave them fati Oxoy. yeah um so yeah looks that's just about done um the i don't think the final like signatures everything's been done but um yeah it's, it's been agreed upon the salary is nine hundred thousand euros for wellington which is a lot um and then an additional 1500 euros per point as a bonus um yeah uh, and it's a three-year deal for a 31 year old center back that's such a fascinating like structure <laughs> for points yeah. okay so per win it would be four thousand five hundred if you're not good at math um uh no but that's good that's, that's yeah. really good to know i mean i like how they're incentivizing uh winning yeah um so uh yeah interesting transfer a 22 year old fatih Oxoy, who's homegrown um turkish which helps for the league obviously wouldn't be a foreigner and also in europe you need a certain amount of you know homegrown players to be playing so we've given one away um, that kind of hurts but hopefully wellington comes in and makes an instant impact so it's an interesting one to alanya players Leaves us thin at the six, too, doesn't it? No, we're bit. yeah, this is more. Atiba, dude. by the way, by speaking of Atiba, he sort of committed to coming back. It sounded like his he said his heart was it was his heart said he'd be back next season, which yeah. is pretty promising, you know, for a sport where guys usually don't want to tip their card much. But, um, beyond Atiba. We've got Dorokan, right? But he's we've all sort of agreed not much of a you can't really rely on him defensively, so he's really someone you'd have to slot in next to the number six as the eight. Uh, yeah, so El, more news, I guess. El Nini. Yeah, let's um, do it. Let's go with it. That's an Orta. Uh, I don't think anyone's really shocked, but the loan will not be extended. Um, he's been. Do we know why was it? Was um, it he didn't want to yeah, pay. Yeah, he's not being paid on time and. You know, I, I don't think he wants to be here. Um, and I'm not sure if the club is happy with him either. In my opinion, he's just wildly overpaid for the what we can afford. Uh, no, one of the highest paid members in the squad. I feel like he's got to be, you know, the best player on the team. Um, you know, kind of like Vita, you know, even though he's overpaid, at least sometimes, you know, he puts out, you know, those performances really, wow, he's clearly better than everyone else. But, uh, with El Nenny, I, I don't think you could say he was worth five times a Tebow or <laughs> four times yeah. a Tebow. So, no, it's interesting. We have these uh, sort of very short-term, sort of quasi Premier League busts like Kagawa, El Nenny, right? They, they they don't seem to stick around somehow. But it might have a lot to do with us not being able to pay them ever <laughs> what we're supposed to. Um, but yeah, and like I think some would argue that he was good for us this year. I, I personally, yeah. would, I, I don't, uh, especially given what we had, we would have had to pay for him and everything. Um, I know we were trying to finagle some some sort of discount on what we'd have to pay him and have the, or have his you know, have Arsenal pay for some of it or something. But I, you know, I think I think it's probably for the better that we stop playing these sort of games and just focus yeah. on the guys that we have especially the younger guys and developing them and making sure they're getting losing so his salary was very low um yeah i don't really a get lot that lower than i don't get thousands so that, that that one that I mean, one hurts in my let head. me correct that i get it insofar as 
supposedly this is a guy on Sergen's list, right? And so if, yeah. if it's that important to him and you don't really have money to spend, you know, like that's your his you know, that's, uh, that's your currency, I guess. His but to be former coach, Errol Bulut said that on TV or on the radio, he said that Wellington's a top three center back in the league. Interesting. Um, in his opinion, um, so um, I I'm, I don't know. It, it, it's a short term potentially move which i think is the hard part i don't think anyone's really against wellington it's just the the fatty part that hurts yeah yeah i mean hey is uh errol balut gonna be trainer's coach is that potentially yeah we'll okay. see we'll see it'd be funny to have a guy that <laughs> fener's coach praising our players that much i like it um but so anyway, uh, Wellington official sort of, Ensekala uh, official sort of, um, and, and both of them have like, there's pictures of our board meeting with them and then yeah. sort of apparently signing things. So those those do look pretty good. Yeah, uh, these haven't been like officially unveiled yet. Yeah, I, and we haven't. Like we're I, at the last step for that. My rule is like ever since Mehmet Topuz is to never, <laughs> yeah. uh, never say it until you see the picture with them, like you know, with the kit officially holding it up and the, uh, you know, team well, club president. Not, not with the kit. Remember, remember Topuz had the kit on. Well, no, no, but I mean, like standing down. next to the club president, having signed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With the document in front yeah. of them, you know, signed uh the ceremony i need to see this i need to see the document like freshly signed you know that's that's what i'm saying but yeah um uh moving on we've got some other stuff some fun stuff and some less fun stuff <laughs> yeah i mean the rest of the the rumors are all like they're all like reliable source or or touches but they're not like you know concrete transfers that have happened um yeah I guess no, no pictures on- I guess one update, just league-wide, is the relegation thing has been a fiasco, which kind of affects us. So the, the bottom three are no longer being relegated. Um, so we're having 21, now maybe 22 teams, which is, we could go on forever. But the, which, what, what that affects us is Gekhan Tere, who's been linked to us. Um, now Malatya kind of has incentive to be able to keep him. Um, and they're saying they they expect the president said he would only let Gekhan go for a fee that he'll not let him go for free so I think like before they're saying oh we can get him for free um, which looks yeah. no longer to be the case so that transfer may not be occurring I mean still could but yeah we'll see and, and the wings are a bit of a question mark so obviously yeah. Diaby's out but like uh, I mean it's not official but it seems very likely but uh, yeah, with that it was done so um, so with uh, Nkudu and and Boyd certainly locked in, and then Lens in a sort of precarious situation where like I don't know if he'd want to leave because I don't, he's not gonna get he's not gonna yeah. get a payday like that if he does. Um, you know we're, we obviously need one, right? We're we're gonna replace Diaby, that's for sure. So there's one guy uh, he, he could be a starter, right, or a backup, depending on how you view the situation and. Ideally, you're letting go of Lens and that giant salary, uh, and so we need two guys. Um, you know. Yeah, there's another winger. Who I think we can get an update on Dokan Inji, who we mentioned multiple times. Um, the negotiations are still ongoing. Uh, I guess there's still a, a gap in the number between what Beshash is willing to offer and apparently what his club is asking for. Um, his contract was till 2023. 
Um, I'm, I, for some reason, I thought he was a free agent, but I guess I made that up. So, yeah, basically, they want 2.7 million Liras, which is like 380k. And uh, we are only have offered 2 million Liras so far, which is you know 700k Lira difference in the fees right now. Uh, Karshaka did not get promoted. They lost in like the last game. So they're still a fourth division team. So I'm not sure if they can really stand to ask for that much. But uh, yeah, so that's the update with Mr. Dolkan, um, who has shown he wants to join. So I think it's just an issue between the clubs. Yeah, he's and been then, all over um, the Instagram. Yeah, and then there's... Should I leave the most exciting one for last? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, so the goalies. Uh, I think we've been mentioning Polkan Babajan for a while. That looks to be off the cards. Um, been said he's not leaving and i think there's also rumors he's injured um so we kind of want still want to back up and the list coined or touches there's three names sinan bolat who i think we both we've mentioned since like march still on the list and then cheaper options serkan karantulu and fatih Öztürk were on there in their 30s so yeah that's like and like that would be really sort of stressful news for me if uh if erison didn't kind of call me you know he's the uh the calming factor right you know we we really do have the sense that this is a backup that's being brought in so yeah i mean obviously you want to be able to rely on your backup um but and especially because erison like what if what if it's like a guven yelchin scenario right where he had that hot few games and then it turns out it's not really what you, what you hope for. Yeah, I, ideally I think Sinan Bolat is still the one I would want, but I'm not sure if he would want to come in with the potential of him not starting. So Yeah, uh, but certainly he would also put more pressure on Erickson yeah. for that role. Um, and, then, and remember, I mean, Champions League too, so maybe you really want it to be more like that than the other way, right? Uh, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. That would be an interesting like debate. If we do have to fill up some space, we could have someone on to debate Sinambolat versus like a, a clear backup. Um, I mean, unless they decide, and they might, we might not have enough time actually. Uh, but so there is one more bit, and this is the really fun one, I think, for both of us anyway. They yeah. have um, former Arsenal talent, highly touted, former England youth international, now committed to Nigeria, Mr. Chuba Akpom, or Akpom who plays for Pauk in Greece. Uh, he's a striker. Um, Bishkash has offered 2 million euros. Well, that's confirmed. That's two sources say it's been 2 million. Uh, Orta Chizgi says that we just offered, and then Sky Sports says that it's been agreed. Um, interesting thing about this, uh, other than the fact he's 24 striker for pa- for Pauk, is that we could be playing Pauk in the second qualifying round of the Champions League. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how that changes the dynamic. It's one year left on his contract. If they say, uh, you know, we don't really want we to don't want to better sell him to a guy yeah. play against us. So. <laughs> I don't know how that will work, but um, I think it could be a very interesting transfer. Uh, I think, in my opinion, you know, he could either be like the lone striker or kind of like that wide target man to combine off a striker that we've seen many clubs use, and Turkey has done with both Jank and Burak, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, I was going to say, like, uh, that's... He could be like Guven Yeltsin, but actually good. And yeah, not just someone who we hope he tries time. hard today. <laughs> like um, the, uh. Yeah, it'll be an interesting turn of events. I think it's a, it's a lot of money for us to offer, but, you know, I think it'll be worth it. Um, you think $2 million is uh, too much? No, I think it, it's fair for... 
a player of his age. Um, he doesn't really have too bad of an injury history. Um, How much do you get in for Champions League money? Um, I think last time we got like forty million, but that was because there was no other Turkish teams. Ah, so it's sort of split Europe. between. So the it'll be it'll be a little bit less, but it'll definitely be, it's going to be at least double what you make in the Europa League. So. It would definitely cover two million. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah. So yeah, that's interesting. Uh, any, any that's would, it. That's the news. That's which would be paid in installments, by the way. Usually transfers are paid in installments. So when you hear two million, yeah, like, we can't panic. afford that. Yeah, exactly. That is true, but usually you'd pay like let's say four installments. So it'd be like five hundred thousand <laughs> across two years, and then Pollock would take. Usually would get one point nine million, and they would sell the the right to the money to someone else that's usually how transfers work in europe so and and yeah. furthermore two million is not an outrageous sum where i think we know we're gonna sell at least someone for that much right and i don't think any of the guys that were sort of between lens vita and liayic kind of have to go theoretically uh even if we only sold one of them that would be we'd earn more than enough to sort of at least cover that expense for, well, for the yeah, FFP. It'll be interesting if they're going to wait for Champions League, um, the transfer window will still be open if we lose that first game, but then we don't have the same leverage, so we'll right. see. Big, big 20 days coming up. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even you could say big 10 days, because uh, ideally, I mean, whatever, ideally you want to have your team in there for beginning of training camp but that's literally like never happened so maybe I, i'm exaggerating it a little bit i'm trying to sell the episodes coming up i guess um but yeah i mean on that note I, we, this is a long one i guess because of all the actual news in addition to all of our fun uh fundraising stuff but so you know as always stay tuned for more there's gonna be a lot incoming um Obviously, like, I mean, there's only one bit of news that sort of we're waiting on, which is that if Bashak here wins the Europa League, <laughs> uh, but hear me out, wait for it. Uh, if they do, they get the automatic spot through the Champions League, which opens up another spot in uh, Turkey for, for a European spot. So Fener would go to the Europa League finally, and we would then get the automatic Champions League spot. Uh, so... Yeah. Be on and the, the only thing I would say is that all the games for Bashakshir will be one-offs. Um, other than this, they have the 1-0 advantage in the first leg going to the second leg, but the rest of the games, quarterfinals through the final, are all one-game ties. And so who are they going to so be playing could, against? You know, probably Manchester United next round. Um, <laughs> we'll see how that goes in form Manchester. But, uh, you know, it's just a one-game. Um, you know, they could just park the bus and counter through Demba Bay. You never know. You really never know, so I, I mean, would not bet, bet any money on it. Dembaba has <laughs> has burned a few Premier League sides before. Yeah, but if you would have to, if there was any scenario where Bashakshir wins Europa League, I would say this this scenario with no fans, one off games. Yeah, no, it works they're built for this. They're built for this. So I mean, the, yeah. the the one bad thing is obviously Man U is like still playing, so they're gonna be uh, a little bit more fresh, you'd imagine, yeah. than. Bashakir might be a little lethargic, having having been off, having had their celebration run and everything. Um, but yeah, but so that's that's one little sort of uh, asterisk that we're all sort of waiting. I, I, I obviously don't imagine them winning uh, the Europa League, but you know, it's not 
100% impossible. <laughs> so, for the sake of posterity, I'll mention it. Uh, anyway, besides that, uh, as always, follow us on Twitter. Follow us here at Eagles underscore podcast. Follow the mothership uh, for all the, the latest news, and that's going to be important in the coming, as we said, 10, 20 days. Uh, so, at Bashiktosh underscore INT. Uh, and we only post reliable news, so have no fear there. No fanatic or photomash. Um, follow this guy, the Akman, at fan of BJK. Follow myself at sir underscore rights underscore a lot. Follow the Besiktas JK Berlin Academy of Opera at Besiktas Akra. Uh, no spaces, uh, Akra, A-C-C-R-A. Um, or you can follow uh, Mohammed himself uh, at Akra, J-K, uh, A-C-C-R-A-J-K. Uh, and so, yeah, as always, uh, stay tuned. Be, be on the lookout for more episodes. Uh, obviously, we'll be back next week, uh, maybe sooner, should something wild and crazy occur between now and then. But for the most part, you can probably expect another uh, sort of next weekend or, or Monday episode. Uh, until then, uh, I mean, please do not forget or hesitate to say whenever you get the chance. Go Besiktas International hopes you enjoyed this program.